0: Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, the presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you to our podcast where we are studying the book of Revelation. There are many, many significant things that are happening in the world today that shows that this book, is rapidly coming into fruition. Let us go to the throne of grace that my God may bless this broadcast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for your love. For the word of God says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Father, we claim salvation through no other name other than Jesus. And we know that the blood of Jesus has, Lord God, purged the mercy seat, Lord God, that we might obtain grace and mercy by faith in your Son. Father, now as we deliver the word, we ask you, Lord God, let the Holy Ghost, Father, go throughout the country, throughout the land, Lord God, that people may realize that, Lord God, time is running short. And Father, we thank you and we praise you this day in Jesus name. Amen. The topic of this particular podcast comes in two segments. What is the whore of Babylon and mystery Babylon? In Revelation chapter 17 verse 1 and 2 tells us that one of the seven angels who had seven bowls came And talk with me saying, come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth were made to drunk with the wine of her fornication. Revelation chapter 17 verse 5 says, and on her forehead, a name was written, mystery Babylon, the great mother of the harlot and the abomination of the earth. Who is this whore of Babylon and the mystery Babylon? Revelation 17, 3 gives this description. The angel carried me away in the spirit into a desert. There was a woman sitting on a scarlet beast and was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The beast mentioned in this verse is the same beast as in Revelation chapter thirteen verse one, and I saw a beast coming out of the sea. He had ten horns and seven heads, and ten crowns over on his horns. And each head had a blasphemous name. The beast in Revelation chapter thirteen is understood to refer to the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness. In Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, and Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. So the whole Babylon who, whosoever it is closely affiliate with the end times Antichrist. The fact of where the whole Babylon is referred to as a mystery means that we cannot completely be certain as to her identity. The passage does give some Clues, However, Revelation 17, verse 9 explains, this calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are the seven hills in which the woman sits. The commentators link this passage with the Roman Catholic Church because in ancient times, the city of Rome was known as the city of the seven hills because there were seven prominent hills that surrounded this city. However, verse 10 does go on to explain that the seven hills represent seven kings or kingdoms, five of which have fallen and the other is to come. Therefore, the whole Babylon cannot refer exclusively to Rome. Revelation chapter 17 verse 15 tells us, Then the angel said unto me, The waters you saw where the prostitutes sit And the people, multitudes, nations, and language. The whore of Babylon will have great worldwide influence over every nation, over every person, and every nation. Verse 10, verse 14 through 14 describes a series of eight and then ten kings who affiliate with this beast. The whore of Babylon will at one time have control over these kings. Revelation chapter 17 verse 18 states there. But some, at some point the kings will turn on her and destroy her. You find that in Revelation chapter 17 verse 16. So can the mystery of the whore of Babylon be solved? Yes, at least partially. The whore of Babylon is an evil world system controlled by the Antichrist during the last days before Jesus' return. The whole battle also has a religious connotations, spiritual adultery, and with the beast being focused on an ungodly end-time religious system. The second segment of the podcast is what did God mean when he said come out of her? In Revelation chapter 18 verse 4. In Revelation 18, John records the vision of a mighty angel descending from heaven to announce the fall of Babylon the Great. The evil world system associated with the Antichrist and with the end times is pictured as a prostitute coming, committing fornication with the kings of the earth. That's found in Revelation chapter 17 verse 1 and 2. The whore of Babylon, a mystery battle, or mystery Babylon, make war with the true saints of God. You find that in verse 6, and is best interpreted as an ungodly end time religious system. The command to come out of her in Revelation 18.4 is the warning of God to his people to escape the judgment that is to come upon Babylon the Great. The false religious system has her time of influence when the kings of the earth committed adultery with her and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. That's found in verse 3. But she is subject to She is the subject of God's wrath. She will be judged. Her sins will be piled up to heaven. And God has remembered her crime. That's found in verse 5. She will suffer a quick demise. In one day, her plagues will overtake her death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire. That's found in verse 8 and the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. That's in verse 21. God calls his people during the tribulation and to disassociate with Babylon the great. They must come out of her, Revelation 84, have nothing to do with this false religion or the antichrist. Separate from the system, separate from the system, i say that again, separate from the system and its sinfulness. Have no fellowship with her. Do not commit spiritual adultery. To come out of her, to withdraw from her activities, to refuse her luxuries, and to condemn her sinful plans. To come out of her is to follow the path of liberty, and safety. The voice from heaven that commands the separation from Babylon also gives the reason for the command. Come out of her, my people, so you will not share in her sin, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. Revelation chapter 18, verse 4. To share in the sin is to share in the guilt. God wants his people to maintain the purity of and be free from judgment, the command to come out of her in revelation eighteen and four finds a counterpart in history in the end times God's people were told to separate from the spiritual Babylon, but the Old testament they were to separate from the physical Babylon. Israel has been held captive in Babylon for had been healed captive held captive in Babylon for 70 years, and when it was time to return home to Jerusalem, God told them to flee. Flee from Babylon. Run for your lives. Do not be destroyed because of her sin. It is time the Lord's vengeance. It will repay her what she deserves. She cannot be healed (laughs) <laughs> Let us leave her and each of us go in our own land, for the judgment reaches to the skies, and it rises as high as the heavens. Come out of her, my people. Run from the fierce anger of the Lord. Find that in Jeremiah chapter 51, verses 6 through 9. 45, verse 45, Isaiah 52 and 11, and Jeremiah 50 and 8. In the times of judgment, God and his people, from God will separate his people from those to be judged. Abraham pointed out the truth in the conversation with the Lord before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. For it be from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked. Threatening to treating the righteous and the wicked alike, far from it be from you. That's found in Genesis chapter 18, verse 25. When God judged the Egyptians with the plagues, he made a distinction between his people and those being judged. Exodus chapter 8, verses 22 and 23. Chapter 9, verses 4 and 6. Chapter 10, verses 23. Chapter 11, verse 7. In foreshadowing the New Testament command to come out from her, Moses commanded his like to separate themselves from the family of Korah. We know what they did. Just before God's judgment of the rebels, Moses warned the assembly move back from the tents of these wicked men. Hallelujah. Do not touch any of their belongings, or you will be swept away. Because of their sin. So they moved away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abram. That's found in Numbers chapter 16, verse 27, 26 and 27. Immediately following, the earth opened up and swallowed up Korah and the other rebels alive. Verse 31 and 33. Christians today are told, in essence, to come out from her, out of her that there be that is to be separate them separate themselves from the wickedness of the world. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For the righteousness of the wicked have what do you right, what does righteousness and wickedness have to do have in common, excuse me? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? What heart what Harmony is there between Christ and B.I.? Or what does the believer have in common with the unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, saith the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14-17. through During the tribulation, when the people of the world see the destruction of Babylon the great, they will mourn the loss of their sources of riches, pleasures, found in Revelation chapter 18, verse 9 through 15, and verse 19. But those who come out from her, who have been persecuted by her will, celebrate, rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you, people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets. For God has judged her with the judgment she imposed, imposed upon you. That's found in verse 20. I'd like to say that I thank you for listening. I know that it sounds my voice sounds a little rough and a little stubborn and I told you about the giving in Bahrain. This is one of the effects of that particular ailment. But I am saying to you today that we got a lot of false religions, we got a lot of false prophets, we got people that God didn't call to be apostles, and we have people that are in the offices of the body of Christ that God did not call We have taken on a lot of the ways of the world within our system, The, the, the religious community has become defiled. We know that the antichrist is being rapidly set up right now and we are going through plagues that we don't understand. Only the Christians, only those that have the mind of Christ will know the dispensation of time that we have or we are in. So God bless you today. I thank you for listening. I hope and pray that you will take this into account in your life and be more like God each and every day.